Hi everyone, I hope you all are doing well. So I'm gonna update you on my time in Italy. I'm actually not in Italy anymore though. I'm up in Germany, so I'll tell you about that one, that experience in the next episode. But good old Italy. So when I arrived in Italy, my transfer was in Milan. So that was my first exposure to Italy. <laughs> Milan. It was a little crazy. It was it was a little bit of a weird city. I didn't feel super duper safe, but also we all know I don't do super well in cities and cities are not my favorite place by any means. Thinking about it, I think Milan is well, Prague was a big city, but I I actually did like Prague. Milan is one of the few big cities that I've been in on this trip. So I had, I think, about an hour to just hang out in Milan before my other next train left. And I just walked around the streets, and I did enjoy getting to walk around and seeing the different shops. I went into a bookstore, and I felt very safe in the bookstore. But I don't know how I end up doing dumb things like this. So I, I get to Italy. Never been to Italy before in my life. And you know, Italy's known for the food. The pizza, the gelato, the pasta, whatever. What do I end up eating my first meal in Italy? I end up in an Indian restaurant eating cheesy naan. <laughs> and how it worked was, like, how I ended up there was I was walking through the streets of Milan, and I stopped to look at the menu. And as I was looking at the menu, the man, like, looked at me and started talking to me. And I was like, I don't want to walk away. Like, I don't know. I think it was a mixture of I felt bad. I was kind of like, um, okay. And so I found my way in there and that's where, where I ate lunch but you know it was three euros it was cheesy naan bread so it's all good but that train station in Milan was insane it is very different than the other train stations I saw it was it was crazy the train station itself almost part of it looked like a museum it was so beautifully the architecture was so beautiful but it was crazy um like the people were nuts it was not my not my favorite place by any means but i got on the train and it was jam-packed i had to wear a mask which i think italy the last time i've had to wear a mask was on the airlines coming over so this was the first time i've had to wear a mask since then but it was jammed packed it was yeah it was crazy but anyways i got to cinque terra i think i'm saying that right you spell it c-i-n-q-u-e space t-e-r-r-e because like I said on previous episodes, I'm just going to spell these things so you can go ahead and look them up because I can't pronounce anything. And so I came in to Cinque Terre and what Cinque Terre is, is it's five towns. They're these five little cute, colorful towns built into a hillside. And there's probably a two miles-ish in between each one. I mean, they're all different, but that's like to give you a general, general idea. And you can hike in between most of them some of them the hiking trails washed out because of weather or storms or whatever but so Cinque Terre was put on my list because my friend Caleb told me it's one of his favorite places on earth or maybe he said it's his favorite place on earth I don't know but um I was like okay well if you like it that much maybe I should go and I looked up like the reviews and it was ranked as like one of the top things to do in Italy it is funny how on this trip the different places I ended up are pretty much just recommendations from a bunch of different people. But so far, the recommendations have been great. So 
it's, that's the way to do it. But anyways, I showed up and I was in Monterosa. So that is the northernmost town of the five small towns of Cinque Terre. And when I got there, it was just, it was like a resort. There was a beach, and I was hungry, so I got pizza. Yes, I got pizza this time. I didn't end up in an Indian restaurant in Italy, but I got pizza, and it was it was very good. And then I walked around there for a little bit, took some pictures. There's this one guy who started talking to me and was like trying to get me to sign up for something. I'm like, nope, I'm good, I'm good. And I was like, ah! And there was this woman standing there. She was like probably in her 30s. She had young kids. And I just walked over and like walked right to her. And she like could tell what I was doing. She's like, hey, how are you? And then the guy left, like stopped talking to me. And she's like, you need, did you need a friend in that situation? I was like, yeah, thank you. So <laughs> that was nice. I mean, it's not like he was going to pick me up and run away with me. There's hundreds of people around. But I was just like, why are you, stop talking to me. Like, I don't want to buy your thing. Like, leave me alone. But Anyways, I was on the trains. I had to take the train down to the um, the town that I was staying in, Corniglia, which is the middle town. And I think now that I'm getting more comfortable with the trains and I'm not as, like, locked in, focused every time I transfer or get in the train station, I think my lack of focus caused me to mess up. And I got on the wrong train, and it messed me up. And I was like, Kelsey, you need to pay attention. Like, focus, focus. I start... I, I like I think I actually talk out loud to myself sometimes, but I start coaching myself and like like ugh. But anyways, I figured it all out. I was mad at myself for messing that up. But I got gelato, which was so good, and I listened to my friend Peyton's thesis defense on Zoom as I was eating my gelato. And then I finally arrived at Corniglia. It was I think it's like three hundred and seventy, something like that. Three hundred and seventy steps to get to the town because the train station's down on the water. Oh, and yes, I don't know if I said this. All three of these towns, all five of the towns of Cinque Terre are on the water. They're on the western side of Italy. And so I had my backpack on. I was like, all right, here we go. And I had to walk up all these stairs to get up to the town. And honestly, people like make it sound so horrible that I was expecting it to be awful. And it really, it really wasn't that bad. It was fine. But I got up there and oh, I was a... I was like hot, I was sweaty, I think I was wearing my dress, I was like, I just look like a mess right now, but the hostel was good, it was, it was air conditioned a little bit, so it was, that was nice, but it was very spacious, there's eight girls in one room, all spread out, there's a room, in, there's a table in the middle, so it was a great setup, and the girls in my room, when I first met them, they were from Switzerland, yeah, the girls I met were from Switzerland, one spoke pretty good English, the other not so much, but it was nice getting to talk to them, and they were super nice. And then I met a girl. Her name was Sophie. She is from Holland or the Netherlands. And I think out of everyone, hmm, let me think about this. Besides the woman I met at church this past Sunday, I would say I think Sophie is the person I got to know the best on this whole trip. And so she's from Holland. She's college. She's like in college. They call it university, but yeah. And so me and her, I asked her, I like, do you want to go get, do you want to go get gelato with me? I heard they have really good gelato, right? Like fire hostel. She's like, yeah, of course. So we went to this host, um, this gelato place that I knew about before coming. And she said she read about it in a blog. It's called something like Alberto Gelato. If you find yourself in Corniglia ever and you want the name of the gelato place, let me know and I can, be, I can find it for 
I think it's like Alberto's Gelato. And they are known, I know this is going to sound weird, but they are known for their basil gelato. And that entire region is known for their basil, and or specifically their pesto. So I, I was like, oh, I want to try their pesto, basil, whatever it is, gelato. So we went and tried it, and it was so good. I, I loved it, actually. And we sat, and we watched the sunset, and we ate our gelato, and it was really cute and fun. And the town's are super cute. And so I really enjoyed that. And I think I really just enjoyed getting to like know, learn about her and what is life like in the Netherlands? What is it like to be a college student there? And so I really enjoyed that, like talking to her and we hung out for the next two or three days and I learned all about her. And yeah, she was really fun. I, I liked hanging out with her. And that night for dinner, actually, I ate, again, pesto, I don't know what it was, some kind of pasta, but I went to this place that my friend Katie, back from the hostel in Switzerland, recommended because she was in Cinque Terre. Cinque Terre is definitely one of the spots that everyone who's backpacking around Europe, I've seen, from what I've heard, they seem to stop at Cinque Terre. And she recommended this one, this one place to me. And so I went and it was so good. I, oh, oh my gosh, it was incredible. But, oh, one thing I had written down for this first day in Cinque Terre that became a little bit of a problem was my phone cord broke and I'm carrying a backpack everywhere I go. I don't have extras, like I don't have extra things in my backpack at all. So I was like, okay, well, we're going to need to figure this problem out. And it's like, just stay calm. It's going to be all right. And the issue is these towns of Cinque Terre are pretty small. So I asked a couple of people around and they're like, yeah, no, we don't have a phone cord. It was like, good luck trying to find one. But thank God, one of the girls in my hostel room had an extra phone cord that I borrowed for my phone that night. And then the following day, I found one. So it all worked out. We were good. Thank God. (laughs) And then, um, so that was day one of my time in Italy. And then the second day, I just kind of, at different points, I just walked through the town of Corniglia, where I was staying. I think early mornings and late at night are the best because the tourists go back home and it's it's very quiet and the streets are just they're so cute but so day two i hiked to one town up called verneza v-e-r-n-a-z-z-a oh and if you want to look up the town i stayed in i think you spell it c-o-r-n-i-g-l-a i think that's how you spell it so I hiked to Verneza and it was it was pretty rocky and it was steep and it gave me island type type vibes and I enjoyed and I enjoyed the hike. It was there were good views. It wasn't too too hot, although it was it was a little warm. And so that's what I did the majority of the day. Oh, I've written down here. I ate gelato for breakfast. Honestly, I think it I came from Switzerland where I said before there should be a diet called Switzerland on a budget because food is so expensive like you don't want to eat so (laughs) I came from Switzerland I was just like I'm so hungry I've ate so little in the 10 days that I've been here because the food's so expensive okay don't think I was like starving I was I was fine I was eating it was just I did not eat a ton because it was so expensive but I came here and they have cheap gelato everywhere you look the food as a whole in italy was very affordable so i made up for switzerland with all the gelato i ate so i did eat gelato for breakfast that one day but that's the way to do it and then 
so I hiked to Verneza, walked around there for a while. I like, I like the back streets. I don't like where everyone is. I like the back streets that are super, they're like a little more hidden, steep, narrow. And so I got back and I went to swim. I went to Corniglia. And again, like I said, all this is on the ocean. So I went to swim in the, in the ocean and I walked all the way down the steps from Corniglia to the ocean to swim. And I swam for about five minutes. And I was like, I, I need to get out. <laughs> there were so many little fish all around. And as I said, when did I talk about this? I think in Corfu, I talked about how there were fish and I don't really like fish. And so there's all these fish all around. I was like, okay, I think my time swimming in the ocean here has come to an end. I am good because I have my goggles. I look, I don't, I don't care what people think, but I look so stupid. <laughs> um, I, I'm, so they're all like looking cute, tanning and they're like bathing suit and I'm here swimming around in the ocean with my swim goggles on because I like to look um like what's under the water I want to see the rocks but with my goggles on I saw many many fish and like I'll go fishing with my dad but I like when I can see the fish and they're not gonna like bite my toe or something <laughs> and then I go back to the hostel and I try to do my laundry <laughs> um I would not call that a success I have no idea what happened because I don't remember there being any issue with me not being able to read the Italian. I think it was logos, like they were little logos instead of words, so I knew what to do. But the washing machine ran for about two and a half hours and didn't stop. So I take my clothes out and I was like, they're absolutely soaking wet. And it was like, I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to throw these in the dryer. And I put them in the dryer and it took about three hours to dry. But in the whole process, only one shirt kind of got ruined, and that shirt already had a stain on it. So it's like, you know what? It's a win. I'll take it. And then that night, I went to get food. And mind you, not many people speak a lot of English around here. I have no idea how this ended up happening, but I ended up eating a slice of chickpea pizza. That might sound grosser. Yeah, as I say, that sounds kind of gross. But it wasn't. It was pretty good. The woman told me she liked it. So I was like, oh, I'll take a piece. So that was my dinner. It was good. And then, um, oh, okay, this is one of, this is probably my favorite part of Cinque Terre. So at night, there was a bunch of girls in our hostel. Me and Sophie were talking like the night before. We're like, we should get some limoncello and go watch the sunset. And Cinque Terre is known for like their lemons as well. So they have really good limoncello. And I've never had limoncello before, but I was like, we should go. I was like, we should go get a little bottle and we can go watch the sunset. And so throughout the day, we accumulated a few more people. And by the end of the day, um, like when we actually went to watch the sunset, there was six, uh, six, there's like five of us down there watching the sunset off from our hostel. And we got this little cute bottle of limoncello and we all took glasses from the, um, um, the hostel and took them down with us. <laughs> I think it, we should have probably got a little bit of a bigger bottle because each person got a very small sample of the limoncello, but that's probably a good thing because that's, it is, it is very, very strong, but it was sweet. So I liked it. But, uh, so we started like talking to these other people and this one girl's like, oh, I'm staying in the hostel. And we're like, oh, come hang out with us. And then we started talking to these other girls because we asked them to take a picture and they're from Switzerland and they just graduated high school. So then they started, they came over and hung out with us. So at one point, we had a group of eight girls together from six different countries. And I just thought it was such a cool moment of, like, unity between all these people. We're from different 
Argentina, USA, Switzerland, Holland, Netherlands, Germany, Hong Kong. That might have been, I don't know how many countries that is, but that's a lot of countries. <laughs> so there's all these girls from all these different countries, and it was, it was so cool, and it was such a special moment. And it was funny because actually it was earlier that day that I was feeling so homesick. I was like, I miss everyone back at home. I want to go home before I have to go to work. And I was just feeling so homesick. Even though I'm enjoying the experience, I was like, mm, I miss everyone. I want to go home. And so it was really cool to have that that super special moment at night. And then also one thing I realized, because I was like, I'm feeling, I'm like, what I'm saying, I feel so homesick, like I'm so lonely. Like, hmm, you haven't read your Bible today. And then I don't know what day I would have been on an Acts. But like I said, on this trip, I'm reading one chapter of Acts every day. And so I don't know what day that was. But it's like, I felt a little bit better after reading my Bible. And I noticed that tends to help a lot is getting connected to the word and what is true helps me feel very comforted helps me feel much more comforted and reminds me that I'm not alone, that this is an adventure with me and God. It's not just me, but he's with me. So I need to remember to do that. <laughs> um, so that's all I have for that day. And then day three for breakfast, I had a crepe with honey on it, which was good. And then, okay, my stupid me. I don't know what the issue is. Like, I don't think I tore anything. It doesn't hurt that bad. It just feels weird probably has something to do with the fact that I'm carrying around a heavy backpack walking many miles some days. Like some days I don't have to carry around my backpack because I'll stay at the same hostel or same hotel room two nights in a row. But there's other days where that thing's got to come with me. And honestly, I think one of the hardest parts about that is getting the backpack on my back because I got to lift it up and like swing it around my shoulder. And I remember at ROTC, like sometimes I would help people or they would help me get their backpack on their back. Just because it's like, that's a, that's a, one of the hardest parts about it is like getting that thing on my back. But I don't know. Anyways, it was like my knees. Oh, I don't know. There's some days where I'm like, I think I tore my ACL. And then I'm like, I don't think you tore your ACL. You're probably fine. It's just probably tired. Um, but anyways, I was like, I haven't run in a couple of days. I love to run. God, I just feel like I am made to run and I love running and exercising. So I was like, I'm going for a run. So I ran the stairs of Corniglia and it was good and my knee felt fine. But um, yeah, what do I have next? Oh, I went to the store and I they have all this fresh food in Italy and it's so fun. But I got a fig, a nectarine and a yellow plum. <laughs> or I should say, I think that's what I got. I don't know what these things are. They look a little different than the fruit we have in our store. But some lady told me and pointed to the fig. She's like, it's really good. You eat the inside. I was like, okay, cool. And it was just like a green fig. So it was good. And then, oh, one thing I I noted is my grandma growing up, she always would say, like, oh, I'm Italian. And she took so much pride in being Italian. And as I walked around the streets, I was like, grandma, I can... I can see grandma here. She would absolutely love it. And when I was younger, I remember her and my grandpa going for three weeks to Italy. And so, yes, dad, maybe you can show grandma this podcast or this episode of the podcast and have her listen to this part. But yes, grandma, you would fit perfectly in in Italy. Maybe, I don't know. I think the time has passed, but maybe one day, maybe one day he'll go to Italy. Um Yep, so that night I talked to my mom on the phone, and then, oh, and this, so this was our last night, and Sophie and I 
we're saying we should do something fun and like go get a nice dinner on our last night in Cinque Terre. So we went over to Rio Maggiore, which is the furthest south town in Cinque Terre. And we had a nice dinner. We had, I had a big pizza and I was like, I asked the girls there who I was with, I was with Sophie, who was from, like I said, Holland. And then Helen, our other friend from Germany, I was like, is it weird to ask for a to-go box? And they're like, yeah, that's kind of an American thing. I was like, okay, so I guess I can't ask for a to-go box. So I, I ate my whole pizza because I don't want to waste it. But it was really pretty. That town was beautiful at night with the ships in the water, the ocean. Um, and, yeah, it was it was beautiful. We walked around. Sophie and I were there early, so we walked around in the daytime. And then we watched the sunset and it at night, and it was so pretty, so pretty. Um, oh, one thing Sophie told me is, like, the Dutch – <laughs> their swear words are like diseases. Like if they stub their toe, they'll be like, oh, cancer or something like that. And I thought that was so weird that their, their, their version of swear words are like, they would use like different diseases or something, which was interesting. And also she said they put sprinkles on their toast, like chocolate sprinkles that kind of taste like Nutella. But we got back and the three of us were like, it's our last day in Cinque Terre. We have to get gelato from Alberto's. So we went in that time, I actually got, this is going to sound gross, but it was good. It was ricotta cheese, or it wasn't. It said ricotta pistachio and chocolate chip. So it sounds weird, but it was, it was good. I liked it. <laughs> and I think I just, like, Cinque Terre was cool, and I enjoyed it there. But I think just meeting those people and getting to know those people from all around the world is such a special, such a special experience, and you learn so much just about, different cultures and what life is like outside of the U.S. when you're living life with these people for a couple days. But on day four, this is my last day, I had to wake up. I woke up at 4.45 a.m. because I had to catch a train. And I walked down those steps and I was going, I wanted to go to Luca, the town of Luca, before I went to, where the heck did I go next? Oh, I was working my way up to Germany. Yeah. And, okay, I think if I were to do it again, I would not go on the trains that early in the morning. It was actually pretty sketchy. There was a couple times I was like, God, 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 help me, help me. It was just, like, weird. I don't know. It, yeah, I don't know. Those trains, like, when there aren't a ton of people on, I didn't. Yeah, it was like I was never in, like, super danger, but i don't like it um so anyways i got the luca and i am happy i woke up early though because it wasn't busy and i walked around the city and again it was a little more of a city vibe than like switzerland austria and i i and i am happy i went and i thought it was cool to walk around and see it but i definitely belong more in like switzerland austria and the green meadows than in like the cities or at the ocean but it's good to see those places too so I, I texted my friend Maria, Maria Lee after, and I was like, it's so weird. I just walked through this whole city, and the second I walked out of the city, and there's this green grassy area with a little creek running through it with these ducks in it, I felt so at home. And I was just like, that just sums it up so well. Like, oh, I love the creeks, the green grass, and all that. That's where I feel. That's where I feel at home. But also, I got this really good little pizza muffin how do I explain this? So it was like a pastry with tomato sauce and cheese in the middle. It was like this little pizza thing. And it was, it was a good breakfast. It was super good. I ate it on the train and it was only a dollar, uh, one euro and 40 cents or something. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, and then this this whole attempt. So I was going through Italy, northern Italy, to get to Germany. I was like, why don't I go tr- to tr- and try to f- see the Dolomites? Um, yeah, but I was run. I mean, I only had a short amount of time. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just get a hotel there that night. Yeah, that was not. It didn't really work out too well. Like I got to see the foothills of them and little pieces of them, but I it would took too long to actually get into the Dolomites than what I had time for. So I got to see them a little bit, but not. It wasn't like anything crazy. But, oh, so this whole hotel situation. And there was no hostels or anything in the Dolomite, so I was just going to get a hotel room. And I found a hotel room that was, like, affordable priced, looked like it was in a good city. And so I had a long day. I woke up at 4.45. I was tired. I was sweaty. I was like, oh, my, I'm, yeah, I was just, like, ready to go to bed. <laughs> so I showed up at this hotel. And it was, like, in the lobby, had some, like, it was, like, an energy, some type of energy reading, voodoo-type business or something. And I was, like, oh, that's kind of, like, interesting. And it, like, kind of creeped me. I, like, kind of got, like, weird vibes from it. And I tried to, like, knock on the door, and no one was at the reception. And so, like, um, just to clarify, so that makes sense. So that, like, that business was in the lobby area, and the hotel was, like, upstairs. And the woman ran the hotel and the lobby. And I tried to call the number that was there, and the call didn't go through. I tried to knock and ring the doorbell, and no one answered. And as I was doing it, I just got this like, weird feeling. And I was like, I don't like, I don't like that energy reading thing, that voodoo stuff. I didn't like, I don't like that. Like that, mm, I don't know. And so I kind of like, without even thinking about it, just turned around and started walking to the train. I remember Dr. Halk in undergrad. She was one of my professors saying, always trust trust those checks you get in your spirit and I was one of those I was like you know what I don't care how much this my hotel room's gonna cost tonight I don't think this is a good idea so I left walked all the way back to the train station literally just got on a train and started heading north <laughs> because that's where I needed to go was to Germany and so I headed north and I went up to a town called Bolzana and I got a hotel it was really nice got my own own room for once but yeah that was rather expensive but I don't, and I can talk, I'll talk, well, no, I'll just talk about it now. When I went to church the following Sunday, I talked to a woman, and um, she told, I told her about the situation, and she's, like, familiar with Europe and what Europe is like, and she's, like, you made the right choice. She's, like, because some of that stuff is, de- like, demonic, witchcrafty. She's, like, you don't want to mess around with that. So I'm really happy with my decision, even though in the moment I was, like, ugh, is it worth, like, do I need to, like, give up, like, sacrifice this money? But I am happy I did, and I don't, I don't regret it. Um, but so I get into Bolzana and I think certain cities, they're probably a lot, they're probably very safe, but it's just like, I don't know them super well. And I'm not as familiar with them because I haven't been there before, but I get a little bit more nervous and on edge. So I show up in Bolzana and it's getting dark. Thank God it wasn't like pitch black. It was only like nine, nine thirty, and it wasn't dark yet. But, um, I was like, Ugh, I am so tired. I just want to get to my hotel. I've been walking all day traveling and it was like a moment where I was kind of pushing the point of tears. And as I was about to start crying, I was like, Kelsey, come on. Like, don't cry. And I just started laughing. I was like, it, this is comical. Like, this is funny. And I just started talking out loud to God. <laughs> I was like, hey, God. I mean, there's no one else for me to talk to here. And it's just, then I just started laughing. I was like, it, it's just funny. This whole, this is like the amazing race, legitimately. But. And then I started singing this song in my head. Um, 
I don't know. I can't think of who sings it, but it's that song. You're going to miss this. You're going to wish you're going to miss this. You're going to want this back. You're going to wish these days haven't gone by so fast. And so as I was walking around with my backpack on, trying to find a hotel room, I was singing those, singing those songs to myself. You're going to miss this. You're going to want this back. You're going to wish these days haven't, hadn't gone by so fast. Um, but yeah, anyways, Italy, Eve, specifically, I think, no, I was going to say, I think in Northern Italy, there's less English than Cinque Terre, but I'm not sure if that's true. Just as a whole, definitely less English, but I kind of like it. I like the challenge of two people trying to figure out what they're saying when they don't speak the same language. But I got there, got to my hotel room, and it was nice. And I was like, I am hungry. Like, I am very hungry. I don't remember the last time. I don't know when the last time I ate was. So I went to this place called the Pasta Lab, and it was really good. And the guy asked me, he gave me all these different options of food. And I was like, um, I have no idea what those really are. I don't know what I want. So I said, can I have gnocchi? And you just surprised me with the rest. And I said, just make sure it's not too expensive. And he's like, so you want a chef to surprise you? I was like, yeah, like I trust you more than me. So I ended up eating, I, he put pork on it, which I wasn't expecting. And I don't think I ever would have picked pork because I'm not, I don't, I mean, I eat, I do like pork, but I don't eat a ton of meat. But it was good, and I think I need the protein. I definitely need the protein because I've had a lot of ice cream, and I don't think I've had a lot of things with actual substance. And I think they were the best gnocchis I've ever had. Gnocchis? Gnocchis? I don't even know how to say it in English, but they were so good. So the next morning, I woke up, and I was like, well, the pasta lab's open. I'm going to go back. And this time, I got raviolis with pesto and cheese in the middle. And yet again, I told him, I was like, I want that, but you surprised me with the rest. And he's like, okay. Um, and then I got on the train. I had a day of traveling up to Germany, but I, yet again, I went through a bunch of different countries to get there. This time, I think I only went through three countries in one day. The other time, I went through four countries in one day on the train. That's when I went. Austria, Germany, Liechtenstein, and then Switzerland. But this time I went Italy, Austria, Germany. Let me say, these train systems are incredible. But anyways, so I was sitting on the train and I had a layover in this town of Austria. And I got went to this, okay, you spell it L-I-N-D-T. Is that Lindor? I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> that, again, again, that's, that's like an American thing. I just don't know how to say it. And they had ice cream. And I was like, oh, ice cream at a chocolate shop that sounds good and so i got hazelnut ice cream from the lindor chocolate shop and i kid you not it's some of the best ice cream i've ever had in my life it was different than the basil ice cream i've been eating all week in italy also not entirely sure i'm interested to know is there a difference between ice cream and gelato i know they're very similar but i wonder if there's a little bit of a difference i don't know but that ice cream is probably some of the best ice cream i've ever had it was incredible. Um, so then I got back on my train. And it's funny. I have noted here. My phone tells me when I enter a new country. Because they don't check your passport. They don't. There's not a big sign saying, welcome to Austria. It's like I get a text on my phone. It's like, welcome to Austria. Your phone plan. Whatever. Um, it's like, oh, I'm in Austria. I didn't even know it. But, again, I think it's so funny. I felt so much more at home in Austria because it's like the countryside, green grass, green trees than I did in Italy. It was almost like a switch. I'm like, oh, I'm back home, Austria. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, so that's all. Because after that, I entered Germany, and I'll tell you all about that on the next episode. But I think it's just really cool that I spent so much time in the spring semester planning this trip, trying to figure out when I'm going to be where, hotels, hostels, this and that. And it's so cool to finally have it all come to fruition and come to life. But it is, it has been an adventure. It has been challenging. It has been fun, but it has been an adventure with me and God. And there are moments, like I said, where I just, I almost start crying and I'm just like, nope. And I just like start talking to God because I have no one else to talk to, which is a good thing, I think. From a worldly point of view, it might be like, oh, it's awful being by yourself. But I think it's good to have to rely on God and have him as the only one I can turn to because there's no one else there to help me put my backpack on or hold my hand when I get scared. But it has been quite the adventure. And I'm excited to tell you about Germany because sneak peek, that has been a really, a really, hmm, what's the word? It has, it has been a true experience, I will say, um, in many ways. And it's been, it's been honestly life-changing in some ways. But until next time. All right. Bye, everyone. Miss you all. Bye.